Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dolls. Well, well, well. Back again. Back again. In Havasu. <laughs> Calling out from the Great Plains. I um, am recording. You're like a Plains girl. It's windy on these planes. Girly. Yeah. I, it, it always shunks me that you're from like. The Dust Bowl. Somewhere that. Well, just growing up in the East Coast, like you don't really have like. And as I'm sure like people who lived where you did didn't really think about New Jersey. But like I just like it's so weird to think about like Oklahoma. Yeah, it's a random spot. But also, like, storied. Hugely storied. Lots going on. Famous. Famous. Infamous. Wild. Kind of the Wild West. People don't think of it as, like, cowboy country, but it's, like, extremely cowboys. Oh, I do. Okay, good. I mean, I've heard people try and say it's, like, the Midwest, which I don't consider the Midwest uh, to be, like, cowboy nation. No, I think of Oklahoma like, oh, Oklahoma, like the play. I think of it like the movie Twister. Yeah. I think of like cowboys and Indians, westerns. I think of like a history. Pioneers. Pioneers the land rush. Donner, Donner Party, even though I think that was in Colorado. The Donner Party was not an Oklahoma thing. The bombing. Well, the bombing. You might be thinking of like the Oregon Trail. I think like certain covered wagon journeys went through. Came through. Oh, so maybe the Donners like stopped. Annie Oakley. Annie, get your gun. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth, noted OKC star. Bill Hader, Reba? another star. Reba. Reba. I feel like she's from Oklahoma. Maybe, but I don't think so. Actually, the torture started. <laughs> 
Had a wonderful breakfast, and then the torture started. <laughs> I'll never forget. Okay. Okay. Get back to work. Well, let's let's get back to work. What's the problem? We got a show to do. Let's keep going. I'm ready. Yeah, the bombing is really. That was like my first. I remember like briefly. I like vaguely remember hearing about it in first grade. Yeah, I heard about it when it happened. <laughs> you heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Doll, you lived through it. I lived it. My sad tale. But no, Oklahoma's random but good. I went and got my face RF microneedled mm. at the crack of dawn this morning. I'm looking a little bit pink. I'm feeling a little bit tight, a little bit numb still, but I'm here for it. You look, you're going to look. I'm going to glow. It's about to be yeah. over. Phosphorescent. Yeah. It's about to be completely over for you hoes once i complete this whole end of the treatment refresh skin then get another one in four to six weeks don't even look at me yeah you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> no well when you showed me the photo where you were a little more pizza face mm-hmm. i was shocked at how minimal it was like when i got it i was literally like Tommy Lee Jones and two as Two Face. You were bloodied and battered. I was bloodied, running down Wilshire, shrieking in the broad daylight, not wanting anyone because I I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, this was Yours pretty minimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You bleed a lot on your forehead, and I think it's like different places treat the blood differently. Like in the past, I've had someone wipe it off. This person told me. You can just leave it, but then I just thought I'll splash a tiny bit of clean water on my face and just like do a very surfacey whatever comes off comes off. I won't rub, and so the blood is gone. And then I just you leave your face alone for like forty eight hours or so. But so you went down to the river, you went down to Lake Havasaw and splashed some lake water on your face. Mm-hmm. I said, "Let the cleansing waters of Havasu heal me." No, I tried. So I was like traumatized by this episode of VPR and decided Lake Havasu is not for me. But then I thought, you know what? I need to be open minded and like really try and find the good in Arizona because I just shit talk it so much on this podcast. And I was like, (laughs) I'm going to find a beautiful photo of Lake Havasu and make it my Zoom background for this recording. And it's working. I'm into this vibe in this particular photo of Lake Havasu, the lake that Havasu. Yeah, you, you, don't, you could be anywhere. You could be in the Mediterranean, for all we know. Mm-hmm. But it's Havis. I'm, I don't ever need to go there. I feel like the, just getting a Zoom background or Googling images and finding two or three that don't freak me out is the equivalent of a girl's trip there. We're on a girl's trip right now. Yeah. Save money. It's virtual tourism. And I get it. You know what I mean? If they want to do one of those, like, robots with, like, the screen, you know how they have those, like, as a surrogate? Like, they'll put, like, stationary, put you in a screen, and it looks like you're in, like, a robot thing. Mm -hmm. Moving. If if they want to do that with me, I'll go. But that's as far as I'm going to go. I don't even, like, want to do that. I don't want to. I don't need to see that. I'm really Aunt Sassy about Havasu. Ow! I don't need to see that. I don't like a square boat. Like a square. Mm. I don't like that. Like kind of a round, more rounded edges. 
That's just me. Mm. That's just how I roll when it comes to boats and my boat preferences. Yeah. And I have to honor that about myself. Yeah, your preferences are your preferences. I can't change. Mm-mm, you were born that way. Yeah. When I was young, we went to Vegas and we rented a boat on Lake Mead before it was like <laughs> drying out. So I got to see it in its prime and it was it was actually gorgeous. But my dad was like, he was sort of going through a midlife crisis at that point. And he was like, all he got like a brochure and was like, we're going to do houseboat summer. Mm. And just like cruise down the Colorado River in a houseboat. Like he was like adamant about doing like a square houseboat. And my mom was like, I don't want that. She goes, the carpets will get musty. And I so I always think that they have like smelly carpets on those. Some are nice, like a like a proper houseboat that is it's almost like yacht like a bit can be really nice, but like a just yeah. like a square, like toot toot kind of boat, like the girlies were partying on next to those drunk dudes. I was like, no, I don't like like an aluminum square thing dingy or something. Like I'm like, I can't. It looks like an outhouse on a raft. Yeah, it's not it's just not my preference. <laughs> the little toot toot boat. Mm-mm. No thanks. I don't feel no locomotion with me. I love Dorothy shutting that down ASAP. Oh. She's not a houseboat gal. Yeah. No way. Nor should she be. We're all better for no, it. I was short it was short-lived. My dad was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos, and you will rise to the top of the heap, and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet because as anyone who with siblings know that's the only goal on mother's day is to be the favorite and if you're an only child you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top if you're an only child you're also at war with yourself so what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app. So you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame And she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it. And now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data. And the fact that I was able to break through and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to GetCanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchased today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Wait, I want to talk briefly about Say it. the one, the only, MH370. <laughs> she is that girl. She is that bitch. She's been that bitch. She's been that mysterious ass bitch. For a decade. Bitch. 
I know. It's crazy. I know. Isn't that weird? It's been nine years. That ain't right. What the fuck? People know what happened. I'm convinced that there the truth is out there. I'm X-Files about this shit. And I honestly, after watching the Netflix documentary, I think that I side with the theory of the U.S. shooting it down. The French woman? Mm-hmm. I trust her. She seems, like, level-headed. Yeah, She's not, like, emotional about it. She's very, like... She's unbiased. Yeah, and just like on the beat in a way that I really respect. And I was like, I, I stand with her. Je suis. I love. Je suis MH370. Je suis Florence. Mm-hmm. I love that woman in Florida, too. That photo photographer woman. Oh, yeah. The one that was searching and searching. And she found the debris. She did. So that was the debris. But people just don't want to honor her debris skills. If the, okay, that would be the debris, though. Well, she also there were reports of an oil person on an oil rig seeing like a flaming plane mm. and other pilots passing over. I think it was in like the the like South China Sea mm. seeing debris and being like, wow, that's a lot of debris. <laughs> Wait, also that freak who just is like roaming around looking for debris. What's his deal? He's, I don't trust him. He's a fraud. At all. Ha, he, so this guy Gibson, something Gibson Blaine or something, he, Blaine Gibson, he is an adventurer. And, you know, everyone I think was starting to like, they want to get a piece of the pie when it was becoming this great mystery. Mm-hmm. So he set out and went to Mozambique where they said, he, he, he said, I asked around, which I'm like, okay. And, where would be the where would the debris go and they all said the western coast of africa on the indian ocean and he just went there and, the, and within 20 minutes he found a window <laughs> his debris and finding like a, skills know no bounds and so he found he somehow was able not after a year with multiple countries multiple militaries like you know thousands and thousands of miles of searching this one motherfucker from america just happens to find pieces of plane, a window, like other shit. And he's the only one and he just keeps finding it. So then people were like, how is this guy so good at this? And then Jeff Wise, who's a little kooky. He's a little kooky. But he's, but I think he has like some good instincts. I love his creativity. I love his hypotheses, but I still stand with Frenchie. But she also looked into him too. Mm And she found he had connections to Russia. Yeah. So, like, he had business dealings with Russia. So they thought maybe he had pl- they were planted there, which kind of makes sense. Because they never fully confirmed that the pieces of debris that he found were 370. They said it was highly likely, which, in a case like this, highly likely means you, you don't got shit, no. basically. It either is or it isn't. Yeah. So it's like, I don't believe that those were the pieces. I think they, I think they, like made them and like disassembled a plane and like had him just like paid him or something that doesn't make sense to me because the remind me the french theory is that russia tried to intercept then the u.s was like "Uh uh-uh bitch and shot the plane down the french theory which i'm watching i'm still watching it but she basically found there were on the plane there was like a lot of weird material like lithium 
weird batteries mm-hmm. that weren't declared and properly or like no and they weren't x-rayed yeah somehow they they made it through without being x-rayed and she wasn't sure if it was american technology that the chinese was after or russia something was up with this fucking plane yeah it was cursed from like the it's jump. not it's not normal it was always gonna disappear or go down somehow people were never but gonna get on that plane and then get off to tell the tale home. yeah no, Mm-mm. it's sad. I mean, it's it's really sad. Like, it's... You see the pain. That one woman... That one man who lost his whole family. I know. He's hot. I, I like the French guy. He's, he's, he's really hot. But I cannot... Can you imagine you lose your wife and only two children? Like, I cannot fathom that. And you get nothing? You literally... You no nothing. one can tell you anything? That's such a lie. Like, someone knows. That just doesn't happen. My favorite is the shots of, like, families throwing water bottles at, like, we need more of that energy here. Yeah. When we don't like what's what's being said by politicians, we need to throw water bottles at them. We need to insurrect in, like, a water bottle way. <laughs> Evian. Mm-hmm. Just take and then... <laughs> whatever in hand oh. <laughs> and just launch. I like that guy. Remember that just... guy that threw a shoe at... Was it George Bush that he threw his shoe at? Yeah, and George went. <laughs> yeah. I think we should be throwing right. a lot more things. Maybe not. Don't aim at the head. I don't no. even aim like at their body, but just throw it so they know that it's like a warning sign. If you have like an empty water bottle that's like plastic oh, yeah. and soft, launch that or shit. one sip left just so it has a tiny bit of weight so it can get to the stage and maybe just uh, on someone. But I don't even think like. No. I don't think it would hurt that bad. But it was why. I mean, I I just like I I so basically there's a few theories. The one theory that Jeff Wise, which I remember reading this article mm-hmm. in New York Magazine, he's a little kooky, but he is like really smart, and I think he's like very dedicated. And like I, it's kind of like okay, well, like it might sound crazy, but like why not? Yeah. At this point, he says that the plane was hijacked by people who went in there's like below the galley where the flight attendants are in first class there's like a remote control area and he got into the system took control away from the pilots using like a his computer like he hacked into the plane and then depressurized the plane so everyone died of hypoxia I hate that which is so terrifying and then flew the plane to Kazakhstan and then diverted a signal to make it look like they went south instead of north and it was some sort of, like, act of war by Putin mm-hmm. to, like, just create chaos and, like, hypernormalization and just be like, I can do this. I can make a whole plane disappear. Mm-hmm. Which is such a... That's a terrifying theory. The people just, like, asleep in the plane. Yeah, I always hated that part of the, like, imagined scenarios where it's, like, they, the oxygen masks come down, then the oxygen... It runs out and you just what do you just fall asleep or is it going to be a painful scary thing no you just you just fall asleep and die okay i love that i love that if true let's like a peaceful slumber into the afterlife not that bad of a way to go chaos fear, but i remember fusion choking on your own like vomit that. like scream crying babies wait like the thought of what's to come not chill I mean, I'm sure there was some of that. But you, maybe not. If, the, if you just really if don't know. the oxygen know. masks come down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be freaking out a little. Oh, damn, yeah. 
why even bother with the charade? You know what I mean? I'm like, just if you're really, if you're on an airplane with me, any terrorists listening to this podcast, if we happen to be on the same plane, you're going to take it down. Just please just n- don't even just turn it off. You know what I mean? I want to just fall asleep. I think everyone can agree. I think that's across the board. We'd all just prefer to just sleep. Yeah. I mean, there was a golfer pain something. He was in a private jet and something happened in the jet depressurized and they went up to like an altitude that they weren't able to that like wasn't meant for humans to be and they said (laughs) they all died but they said that they a fighter jet flew next to the plane and he like looked in and it was you just saw like people just like dead in their chairs like who was alive no the plane was on autopilot but it was like still but they were it and then it eventually crashed horrific yeah, I can't. That I remember also reading that the plane apparently went. It like went up. Yeah, MH370 and like crew to like forty or five thousand feet or something insane. Wasn't there? Like, what the fuck happened? Wasn't there also like someone thought that they had ha- discovered a photo of the plane like in Kazakhstan or somewhere? Like, oh, Jeff Wise said that he did a Google search. <laughs> He Googled it. Of this area. <laughs> he they did a Google map and uh, this area, this like military base in Kazakhstan in, the, in like the desert, this area, this huge patch of land and this like weird terrain that was like had been this whole area had been flattened for like as like a runway, it looked like. And then there was an area that in one Google image, like a few days before the plane, it got dug out. Like they were going to bury then, it. Yeah, and then they buried it. I think that I think the US is involved somehow. Cause when they do shit But why would they have shot us down? They don't want us. Why would they don't want China or Russia to get their hands on the cargo? Or it's like if they're they're flying into airspace they're not supposed to be in and we mm-hmm. have militarized all these different areas like all over the world, basically like international watchdog shit. And if something goes wrong, we're about to mm-hmm. shut it the fuck down. It's like Lisa Vanderpump and everyone. America is like Lisa Vanderpump. And then every other country are just the SIR employees. No, we obviously like we kill. We're fine with killing civilians. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like if you want to do that and you're like America and you don't want anyone to find out about it, you likely I think we have the power to do that. Or we did back then, TBD about now, but I just wish, I don't know, some psychic, a numerologist told my friend that we haven't heard the last of MH370. And I don't think he was talking about like a Netflix documentary coming out and like spilling tea. I think he was talking about like it will resurface somewhere and we'll know the truth. Well, there were theories that they were going to turn it into like a, a weapon, the plane. Yeah. And use it as like a giant missile. I mean, did it? They did it before. Yeah. Um, also, what's weird is the. I don't. I feel bad that they they blamed the pilot for a while. I don't think he had anything to do with it. No, I don't think that that's like a common way to like go out. Some pilots have done it, but it's not. It's like very rare. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that. I think he was like a really 
convenient patsy to like buy time while deals were being made and like shit was being information was being exchanged in the meantime and it was like a convenient narrative to feed the media because it sells lots of newspapers and gets lots of clicks and it gets people like hyped up it's like a true crime story that people can really sink their teeth into but i don't believe it like i i think that that's exactly what it was he seemed really sweet and like truly loved aviation and was like proud of being like and he was a veteran pilot like i just don't i think i don't think he did it i love his little simulator oh i said he was "Mm -hmm." and he was doing me too (laughs) and like people were like oh he he charted a path and like jeff wise was like he didn't do it no no god the woman the woman who the co-pilot's wife who was a flight attendant just broke my heart i know everyone like families who lost loved ones is incredibly heartbreaking and i truly cannot imagine just being having something like that happen and then just being in the dark forever and never knowing that's like your child getting abducted or like disappearing or and like you just never have any idea of anything ever again speaking of which what happened to like the madeline mccann instagram girly oh i didn't i didn't hear anything else about it after we talked about it I feel like maybe it didn't pan out. She was like a crazy yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She's a kooky girl. But it's it is yeah. It's like it's a tragedy and like it's it's really chilling. And then there was one guy whose mom was on the plane, and he who's being interviewed and in, or his dad I forget. And he said that the call. Yeah. So they they had they assembled all the families in like a hotel room in uh, Beijing where it was heading and he said it was he said it was like being in hell because everyone was just wailing and like moaning because i mean I, I, can you imagine I, it's like i can't handle a wailing room that's or no, like post death mournful wailing yeah like people just collapsing like their children like it's yeah, just no, it's, it's it's utter hell. hell but he said at some point this girl got a call from her one of her parents that was on the plane incoming call and she held up the phone and said my mom was calling what do i do answer that shit. and the guy goes and I, and the guy goes i said answer it god damn it and when she answered it it was like the call was like connected for like a second and then went went out that's sketchy what the fuck and that was hours after they were saying it probably went down so it was it. flying at, I, like what the fuck what do you think i don't know maybe it was shot down but there was like one lone survivor who held on to like a wing for dear life and had her phone in her pocket. I have no clue. Had, and had a signal. And sig- got a signal and was like, I got to call my daughter. And then the signal was like, no. That actually gives me like heat. It's so scary. Me too. Like, I'm sweating. What? What happened? Be honest. Ghostly people, is that? People need to be honest. It's time. Oh my God. I got. The scariest was I remember reading about it at the time and they said like, oh, my God, because they were the media was so ghoulish about it. And they were like, they loved it. They were writing like the New York. They were all writing like fantasies about like, what what would you be hearing on this plane? And she said they said if everyone was dead by hypoxia, then you would just see an empty, a silent cabin with like bottles rolling around and phones going off. And I was like, oh, I hate that so much. 
Wait, have you started reading that book, The Deluge? I did. I love it. I love it, but I'm terrified. What? Where are you on? I'm like forty percent into it. I'm like three hundred. I'm like almost at the halfway point. Oh, I'm like three hundred or four. I'm one sixty three. Yeah. It's like ramping, it's ramping up. And then there are scenarios where I'm like, I think of you because I'm like, this is going to freak carry out. It's truly takes it to a place of en masse that I'm not even prepared for, but I'm also on the edge of my goddamn seat. I'm obsessed with Kate. Katie. Kate Morris. She kind of reminds me of Sheena. <laughs> I kept seeing in my head, I know she's like, you see, I kept you ima- imagine for some Sheena reason, I kept imagining role. Sheena. I love that. Is she bad or is she good? TBD kind of. Like, I think everyone's kind of bad and good in the book. I'm obsessed with Jackie, the advertising agency, Gerlina. The one who fucked the actor? Mm-hmm. Love that. Guys, if you don't know idea what we're talking about, I mentioned this book on the bonus episode called The Deluge, and it's like it's like a climate disaster thriller that's like 800 pages, but... We're deep in it. Slow burning apocalypse. It's a slow burning apocalypse that begins like in 2013 and then I think goes like years and years into the future. But it is true. Hell on earth. It's a climate horror. Yeah. It's making me fear climate change in a way that I haven't feared it before now. That whole part about the heroin addict and like the, the blizzard, that freaked me out. Yeah. So buckle up, baby. Not not really a fan of some of his behavior. No, don't love what he's been up to. <laughs> anyway, speaking of slow burner horror. And behavior that we don't love. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique MH370 Pumpheads. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. One of these people knows what happened. I think Lisa probably knows what happened. Of course, darling. She goes, I have graves. I have graves all over my house for the victims of MH370. <laughs> when someone there says they have graves, they're thinking of you because they're standing amidst the graves yeah, that I are don't... all over their properties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I literally got oh, Darling. Darling, how are you? Too, darling. I could put you into the ground. I was just thinking about you looking around at all of my graves. She was in a place like, of graves. My get there. best friends growing up, they they their family moved into this like beautiful like house that had been like a farm. It was like part of it, it used to be a farmhouse, mm-hmm. and it was built around this on like this big plot of land. And they had a cow. They found a cow grave for like the farmer that lived there. Buried their cow there named like Aww. old best or something but they <laughs> we used to have sleepovers in her it's my friend matt that you know yeah. and his brother tommy and we used to have sleepovers in their basement and they would go do you hear that carrie the cows are great <laughs> and they would and they would be like you can hear the cows at night and i would be so freaked out because they had like a crawl space in their basement and like they used to tell me they could hear the mooing <laughs> the silence of the cows you were haunted by old best the ghost of old best I was. Cows are freaky, though. Like, they what are. are they ever thinking? Some of Remember them are. Remember Bone Gate? I think they're. Yeah. I think that they're sweet and smart mostly, but they're also dumb and sinister mostly. So it's hard I think to think they're really mostly know. dumb. 
they can be sinister at night a cow standing and you just like look in the eye its eyes glint in the dead of night there's something off about that well they're like yeah they're kind of like they're so vulnerable that it's almost they're freaky it's like they Mm -hmm. stare at you and they're like they're like i know you know that i'm going to die for you and you're gonna look into my eyes and see my fragility and it's a punishment or like but I'm big enough to kill I, you. I could kill I'm, I'm big, big en- enough to kill you. I could hoof you in the throat and rip out your esophagus. Yeah. Cows could end us, yet they're terrified. They're always like being abducted or like prodded and like there's something there is something like ghostly about cows because of how what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway. Old Bess. I'm sad that no one in the intro to VPR spills their drinks anymore. No one's sloshing drinks around like they used to. I know. It's really sad. Well, they've Lisa lost her liquor license at pump. I know, but I think that that someone said that's like a thing that can get resolved in like a day and a half. I'm saying she has to conserve her liquor. <laughs> that's why no <laughs> one's like, spilling it. Don't spit it, Dole. Um, it's Vegas nights with Raquel. Mm. <laughs> Okay, don't hate me. What? I feel bad for her. Obviously. I'm not a I know, monster. But people are gonna be I like, felt She's really a- bad. No, you know what I said to myself after this little Vegas journey? I said, I kind of like Raquel. I felt bad I was for like, her. Raquel she was being is just Jay honest. Sweet. Just sweet Raquel. Rachel. She's having a Vegas Rachel. night. She's going through... I mean... I kept thinking, like, I felt bad for her, but I was like, at the same time, I think at this point, she's beginning to carry on an affair. Yeah. I think she's... So she's doing some... Tortured by her own choices. Like, I think it's already started, and she already knows that it's really fucked up, but, like, can't control it, or, like, is still curious about what draws her into these dark corners. And she's we what the emotional like fallout of that is like what we're seeing kind of play out but i she's wish leaning that into her shadow sheena, yeah i wish that sheena was there in vegas to be with raquel and like whoop it up with her but we got charlie which was great and like charlie know, was a great Charlie was too little too late the damage had already been done it was three against one but i did appreciate charlie coming in and just being like i'm not afraid of any of you yeah, that was baller. Um, Lala and Katie are like in a king size bed in the suite. And Lala goes, the sloppiness of Raquel tonight. And they're like, yeah, what a sloppy bitch. I was like, what? She's like a beauty queen. She's like microwaving something. She's literally not sloppy. She's just like a little so, bit drunk. Lala, you headbutted like, a trans woman. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talk about sloppy you like shoved someone fat shamed people like you were so sloppy and like i love katie maloney of all people getting on her high horse i literally just watched the episode where she goes he's sticking up for the whore in there when she like (laughs) tries to like destroy sheena for like giving peter like a fun flirty lap dance on his like birthday as a joke like katie with orange hair like crying before tom schwartz like pours a beer on her i'm like you guys literally are sloppy ground zero katie is very it's very like elvira mistress of the night when 
the townspeople are like coming for her head. <laughs> they are. They're like PTA. They're like PTA moms. I don't get it. It's like you put these women together and they cannot help but single someone out and decide to hate them and that they're better than them and they've forgotten everything they've ever done. And they witch hunt and crucify a woman. It's just it's the way it goes. It's giving music, man. It's giving Mary and the librarian. Pick a little, tuck a little, pick a little, tuck a little. Pick, 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 tuck a... <laughs> he left River City, the library building, but he left all the books to her. <laughs> Balls out. It's truly, they're literal, literally like hens being like. Yeah. M- yeah, I was mostly worried for Raquel when she goes, thank you, Lisa Vanderbump, for the leftovers and microwaved truly a bowl of slop and then started eating it internally. I go, you're in danger, girl. You're not I was just like, I've been this. there. I, to- I get it, but I'm also like, this is dicey She's territory. Microwave- it looks like thanksgiving it looks like stuffing or like something i was like what it it was what paris brown it was so brown with like a big old glop of macaroni i was like this is this is the last of us this is where the last of us started (laughs) i was also like i know she's gassy (laughs) after eating that (laughs) i was like truly worried for her stomach well she's young so i think you can like yeah i guess that's true you can hoover late at night as a youth and still like live to tell the tale the next day (laughs) katie's also such a troll she goes raquel like you made out with oliver why like why are you like this i was like just because you're a no sex having teletubby doesn't mean that you can just shame this girl (laughs) Christina Kelly gets into bed and it's just, it's like literally the three versus Raquel sitting on the end of the bed with her turkey stuffing, just like (laughs) groveling at their feet and being like, with her fucking porridge. (laughs) And the three, the three hens are at the other end of the bed, all judging her. Scowling at I'm also like, can you guys lighten the fuck up? You're in Vegas. You're in Vegas. She did exactly what you go to Vegas to do, which is like get drunk and have a good time. And the three of you are sitting here like, hmm. I I have to say, I hate Christina Kelly. She's so mean. She sucks ass. She's so judgmental. And I'm like, what are you bringing to the... I love that she's on the show because I love love to have some people to hate on the show. Look at me with my nose. What I will say is that Christina Kelly did have Raquel's number a little bit. She did, but she's just like. But she also didn't. Yeah. They're just mean. They're mean girling her. They're they're stonewalling her. She's at the end of the bed. She's like. She's a puppy. She barely just wants you to be like, laugh with her and like pay attention to her. And then Katie's like, I have to say, Raquel's always after everyone's man, and it is a red flag. And Lala goes, you drinking? I would never trust you around my man. And, and Raquel, Raquel goes, goes, well, thank God you don't have a man for me to be around. And Lala goes, low, low, you should go to bed. I can't. Don't eat. Like, I was like, Lala, I love Lala. But I'm like, you oh. have said <laughs> some abhorrent shit to people. You've said some horrible things to people. 
also like you were a mistress you have you literally fucked this girl's man and you just told her about it i love lala going no ab you got to get out of here now she literally took offense that just any woman would be i feel offended for any woman that has to watch her say this i'm also like you're projecting like you're just projecting your own situation and how bad you feel about your own situation onto this woman because mm. it's not about like not trusting a floozy around your man it's actually about trusting your man around a floozy it's also just like <laughs> you fuck this girl's ex-fiance <laughs> you literally will be one second you'll be like that's a, that is enough like disengage bitch like that is so disrespectful when i fucked your man six years ago and you're like what are you speaking of <laughs> when i fucked your man i never insulted you <laughs> when i fucked your man also, when you were together raquel, six years ago <laughs> raquel sounded like a child like when she made like that was such a that was like a rugrats insult i don't think she thought it through i don't don't think she meant it mean i thought it was like very just like point blank like good thing it's good if that if that's how you feel it's really good that you don't have a man around that's just facts dole i did see the glimmer in her eye the glint of guilt you could see it mm -hmm. she knows what she she's got... doing she knows what she's engaging in i love her <laughs> going into her room and turning on a light machine and just having like a taylor swift dance party i was like this is fun like i would want to be in that room yeah it was cute i felt it was like she's like a sweet she's like this like golden retriever mm -hmm. and I, I, I felt bad yeah. that she went in there to like soothe i think and like christina kelly goes and she's like thing. oh my god what are these lights my god raquel this is so weird the thing is is like i think christina kelly brings out she initiates that kind of energy in other people where it's like it's there's always like one girl or person when the vibe like this shifts and it becomes like against the mm -hmm. person on the trip there's mm -hmm. always one person who's like kind of starts it or who's like oh my god like raquel <laughs> and then it's like because Katie said, my toothbrush is in there. I can't go in there. And if I were in that situation with her, I'd be like, just fucking go and get your toothbrush. It's like not a big deal. Like, just go in there. Like, what? But Christina Kelly is the kind of person that's like, you want me to do it? I'll do it. I don't care. I'll go in there and get it. I'll go in. And then goes and spies and then is like, you guys wouldn't even believe what she's up to in there. She's a light machine. And is playing music. And then like hypes everyone up to be like thinking it's so weird that she's just doing something that like people like to do. Yeah. It felt it was very like mob mentality. It was like the Stanford prison experiment. It was. And I didn't like that. I'm like, again, like you have all been disgusting goblins. You have all been drunk on drugs like out of your fucking mind on this show like making absolute fools of yourself long before rachel slash raquel came in and here you are this girl's like eating a little stuffing and like then goes in and like soothes with like a baby light machine and like listens to like 1989 like taylor so, like, like the, what is wrong with that 
That's the least of your that's that's probably the least sloppy thing I can imagine. She's not she's like categorically not sloppy. I've seen much sloppier. Yeah, me. <laughs> I'm like, you guys, you're not being fun. This isn't like Vegas vibes. It's not like she's like peeing her their bed or something. It's like she's just like and then then they she wanted then... to eat a little bit of gravy. She wanted to heat up some gravy and mac and cheese from Vanderpump up Paris and like microwave a little bread, stir it all together and slop it up. What's wrong with that, really? That's sensible. It was the only food around. She's a horse. Yeah. And then and then she waits by the door and listens in as they just like cackle and like kiki about hating her. I was sad. She's, then she goes she to bed crying in her little light room. That's not fair. You know what I thought? What? Do Sandoval and her sleep with lights on like that? Probably. They probably have dance parties at night. Do you think she texted him that night? Mm-hmm. It's so messy. But I blame Sandoval. I'm done blaming Rackle. I'm done blaming Raquel. The next day... <laughs> <laughs> they're talking and Lala goes what she showed up with on this bed last night I'm appalled I'm like really yeah Lala goes I respect people's relationships and she just does not I was like you literally fucked her man. I was like you literally engaged in like two affairs outside of marriage both as the mistress both as the mistress actually and one worked out and that's like truly no judgment. It just is what it. It's just the truth. It's the fact of the matter. But don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, just be like. Just own it. You could also just be like, I don't like this person. You don't have to like pretend to like them and like make. I think that's makes it worse. Is like the pretending to like her and like be nice, but really it's like you just don't like her, and that's fine. But don't that's try and totally make fine. it all about this. Who cares that much? You know what I don't like, too, is, like, as a sober person, like, being super judgmental of, like, drunk people. That's, like, it's okay. Like, obviously, like, I've gotten annoyed at, like, being out and, like, being, like, spilled on and stuff. But, like, especially someone you're friends with, like, don't judge them. No, she's a little bit on a sobriety high horse. Yeah, it's, like, I'm just, I always try to think, like, I've had moments, like, I'm not, obviously, like, I've judged and, like, or at least wait till you're, like, not with them anymore to judge them <laughs> but like yeah i don't know i just always think like i was wetting my bed four nights a week and like what and like eating like slim gyms and like hoarding slim gyms in my bed and like falling asleep with like chips all over like i was i was a pig person so like i have no room to judge anyone no you know yeah i'm just like yeah get off your that's not that's not what sobriety's about like if, especially in no. recovery like it's attraction, not promotion. Yeah. It also just is like, I think it's easy to do, like, even show. though she has four years, it's easy to do on this show, but even though she has four years, that's still, like, early on if you're considering, like, the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And it's like, it is an accomplishment and you have gone through a lot, but, like... She has. It's also, like, I don't think that you can just dismiss any of your past behaviors and just chalk it up to like i was drinking and then like have it be okay like that's not how it works either you still have to have like radical responsibility for your actions you still chose to do something like yeah you're gonna probably make bad choices sober too that's just like the nature of being a human being so like 
I don't buy that as an excuse. And that also shouldn't be an excuse. It like shuts down the conversation. You can like weaponize your sobriety. Like it just is not, it's not the look. Drinking is just a symptom of alcoholism. The next day when they woke up and I realized that they still have to go to fucking Lake Havasu, I felt devastated for rock. When they're driving, uh, well, first we we head back to Valley Village where Je Suis Schwartz is getting a closet organization via Sheena, Mm -hmm. via some girl. Via a girl named Shira, I think. (laughs) Shira and Shira. She was like, get in here. He does dress like this. He dresses like shit. We got to get him dressed up. <laughs> she goes, I want you to have big dick energy. I want you to get your Schwartz back. This, I, I just wrote this woman, Shira. What? I'm so attracted to Schwartz this season. And I like really hate myself for it. We all He's... go through this. I get it. I saw I a, it. a clip of him at the airport like last week and TMZ was like asking about it and he like talked to them and was like super charming and I was just like I want to suck your dick and package claim in front of everyone like I was like I will go down right now you want to give him a public beach yeah I was like that and I usually am like so repulsed by him but for some reason this season I'm like the act that he has down of this kind of like sad tall nice guy who just needs mommy or daddy to like help him out and is it is an aphrodisiac i won't lie but i don't but i also i don't want to fall prey to that like i want to like i want him to like cry to me and then we like fuck yeah but then i'm like he dumped a he dumped like a drink on his wife's head no he's a pig but like pig (laughs) but i'm I have to live in my truth. Yeah, I mean, I totally, I totally understand. Honesty is the first step to a radical transformation. And I support this and I won't judge that. I feel like I've relapsed on Schwartz. I know. I, he, when he started crying in like episode two or something, I was like, I felt the tingle and I was like, sad boy energy can take you far (laughs) in sexual terms it's its own like sexual currency at times and we have to rail against that we cannot reward these sad boys even if they're hot and sad you know who will be even sadder at the end of an escapade me you. Mm-hmm. My, my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they should have like a type of sex worker male gigolo who does like hot sad boy stuff that then you can just like you never have Exercise to see them again. It from it's yourself. Like, yeah. yeah, you get it. You get it out of your system without it yeah. sucking your energy like a vampire. Shira, I wrote, is doing God's work by going through this man's clothes. But then he does something that infuriated me, which is she was like taking things out of his closet that were hideous and being like does this bring you joy? Like, we've got to get rid of this. This is stressing me out and like throwing them into a pile. And he was like, no, I think Katie will want this. Like put it in the Katie pile to give to Katie. And I was like, imagine your ex or ex-husband giving you a pile of his ugliest clothes that he no longer wants to wear and thinks that 
you might want them. I was like, bitch, like He's so when women leave, yeah, when women leave, like we take the things we want. And if it's left there, trust. We never want to <laughs> see that again. Ever. Like this is a true PSA. <laughs> true, absolute. Just place your trust in me when I tell you this. No woman, no ex of yours wants a pile of your old clothes once you've broken up. And especially when you're getting styled to have a whole new style and you're going to give me your trash. Think it the through. The narcissism is like this the is, size of a planetarium. This is straight men. Galaxy brain. This straight men. Galaxy sad brain. Sad boy behavior. Yeah. Through and through. They, The sad boys, they really do think you want like a pair of pants with like a mustard stain on them. Like they really would think that you would be the person to give like a, a gas station attendant shirt cut off at the sleeves. Like she doesn't want that. Like what the fuck are you no. thinking? I was like, she that, left my attraction you. was gone. Yeah. She left and she took things that she wanted and started a new life. It's crazy. And Sheena's like, well, she's having a divorce party that I wasn't invited to with the girl. So like, let's do one for you. <laughs> we can get all the guys together and me. <laughs> having a divorce party i wasn't invited <laughs> but i've come to expect that let's get the boys together like, boys night i'll come <laughs> at the mandrian which i love sky bar <laughs> mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Back with the girlies on the way to Lake Havasu. Raquel reminds them that James, when they were, they went home for Thanksgiving, like towards the end of their relationship, and he called her dad sad and said her mom was fat. This man is a nightmare. He's bad. Out of control. He's out of control. That is so fucking mean. It's so mean. It's so funny, but it's also just funny because it's not happening to me or anyone that I love. Like, his roasts. He can go there, but I'm. It's truly like if someone said that to me, I would immediately leave them. Like you should, you cannot say that to your sigo. No, it's just so cruel and like demeaning. And he's like, I'm just. And by the way, I'm like James. No offense, but like you want to talk about fucked up families? Let's examine your Oliver Twist father and your like mom who robbed a bank. Again, it takes one to know one. It's all projection. And that's what is like, that's one of the things I love about this show is like everyone quickly forgets their own bullshit and then just projects it on to the most triggering person in the friend group to them. And I'm like, you guys are incredible at never learning a thing. (laughs) Raquel goes, she goes, who am I? Literally, people have been asking me, Raquel, who are you? And you know what I say? I don't know. And I was like, wow, relatable queen sobbing. She truly has no idea who she is. 
And I'm like, I I get that. I see that for her. Yeah, that's your 20s. Then she... Getting she's like a dick full... down by Sandoval. She's literally fucked the guy who's like basically like partner in life just had to fly back home to like put her dog down. And Raquel's like, I fucked him. <laughs> she's like, Multiple who times. Am I? That is a question you would ask yourself a lot in that situation. She has like a total I... anxiety attack in the car and like is hyperventilating and christina kelly's like oh raquel are you okay she doesn't care she doesn't give a shit she's trying to breathe i wrote she's trying to get info out of her yeah she's pumping her for information she's taking advantage of raquel and her vulnerable state i think christina knows that she's having an affair with someone she knows something in the milk ain't clean let's Mm -hmm. just put it that way but i also wrote these bitches are gonna kill raquel and bury her in the desert like it was giving demon. like good fellas i was truly in a place of casino watching them like in the dusty vegas winds blowing i was like they're gonna bury raquel alive they're gonna kill her like they killed joe pesci in <laughs> casino where they beat him to death in a cornfield and just like leave him and his brother for dead it's also giving neon demon totally and then lala goes here sparkling water and hands her a Voss sparkling water which I have to say for anyone listening to Too Niche when we hauled sparkling waters that was the worst tasting sparkling water either Elizabeth and I had ever tried in our lives it got an F across the board everyone's obsessed with it it's heinous it tastes flat it tastes like toilet water that someone kind of half ass like sparkled like they took it out of a toilet and then put it in a soda stream and just pumped the soda stream once and then put it in a bottle. It's so bad. I'm not even kidding. It's disgusting. I think it just looks chic. It was the bottle. It was the first like round bottle like that. It really blew blew people away. I was a little chilled to the bone when she went from crying to laughing and like fine. And Christina goes, oh, you're laughing now. That's good. (laughs) And I was like, She's Joker vibes. She's Joker too. Her and Sandoval are literally Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix in the jo- jo- Todd Phillips, the Joker Fol- too. Folie Folia do. <laughs> also, I was like, Raquel's deaf slept with Sandy at this point and has insane guilt. It's tearing her apart. But this is her metamorphosis moment. This We're literally seeing... The birth of a villain. Speaking of which, is that rumor true that Raquel and Sheena are not even allowed to be have contact with each other, period? I don't know. Apparently, there's some Instagram slide going around that says that because of the restraining order, Raquel and Shishu aren't allowed to have any contact, not even over Zoom, which just made me laugh. <laughs> because you would have to, like, you would have to like accept a Zoom from someone to have gone. <laughs> she is gonna come through the don't, screen like Samara. Don't you dare send me a Zoom link. What they're acting like she would have to like accept a, a Zoom. Like you it takes two to Zoom. Anyways, but all of that is to say <laughs> I love don't you dare. Don't even think about zooming. You're like, I wouldn't because it would be have to be a conscious choice 
just se- imagine like someone filing a restraining order on you and then you being like i'm gonna send him a zoom link and see if they'll take the bait sheena would she's like she's like click that link she'd be like disguises it as a bitly link she's like disguises it as a spam like shane mm-hmm. link she's like 20 percent off bandage dresses click here it's like from <laughs> And then Raquel clicks on it. And Sheena's surprised, bitch. You're on fucking Zoom with me, Sheena Shay. Sheena on the beat. And she tries to like get a scoop. She goes, surprise, bitch. You're on the reunion right now. We're all here. We're all here. Sheena on the beat. What do you have to say for yourself? Go. <laughs> Andy, Andy Cohen's here, too. I want Sheena to take over the reunion. Like, she needs to walk up to Andy Cohen mid-reunion, take the mic out of like unhook the mic from him and hook it to herself sit on his lap and just take over the entire thing she leads the conversation she goes we're gonna get Raquel right now she hacks into she finds a way to disguise her phone number send Raquel a fake link for a shopping sale and lo and behold Bandage dresses for a Forever 21 bandage dress sale. And Raquel goes, oh, oh this, this looks, looks really fun. good. I love it. <laughs> I want to see what the deals are. Oh. She goes, she goes, oh, no, it was a trap. 30% off at Ulta? Well, don't mind wow. if I do. <laughs> and then Sheena is back and up. <laughs> Wow, American Eagle has really rebranded themselves. I'm I interested. Could, I could use I could a go pair with of Irie underwear. Okay, five for twenty-five. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Dad, don't you dare interact. Not even, not in life, and not on Zoom. Mm-hmm. You'd have to. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyways, so I think that. Oh, a gift certificate to Nordstrom. Here oh. we go. Best oh, buy. Best buy. I want a free trip, it says, to Hawaii. Uh, I've always wanted to go to whole, the big island. Okay. Let's see what this Here is all we about. Go. <laughs> hey, bitch. Gotcha. Surprised to see me? Thought so. Also, you have to, like... I'm here with the whole crew. <laughs> I inv- pretty much invited the whole crew, Sheena would say, to the Zoom. Oh! Oh, no. It says I've been accepted <laughs> to graduate school. Maybe I'll be in academia now. <laughs> Maybe that's who I am. I'm an academic. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, top five kinesiologist list. Click here to see more. <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Okay. <laughs> wow, x-ray technician. I can do that. I should look that up. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, I think A, producers cannot bend to this. And if they really mm-hmm. aren't allowed to have contact... They need to watching. just have. Well, I'm gonna watch, but we're, we will watch. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know, I know. I know. I know. But they need to just have Raquel in a room. Like they can bring Raquel. They can swap them out. 
they could cover they could hide they don't have to have contact ever they can just walk people in and out and like interview them at different times like i don't especially need them to interact but i do need everyone else to interact with raquel and i need raquel to interact with tom and i need answers and i need them to be present and if they if truly it has to be figured out we have to come from a place of we're figuring this out they will they'll they'll figure it out i trust they know they they can't this is like such an opportunity for ratings i know i'm sure i think ratings have already increased vpr i'm they had to have so they okay so back in arizona they get to lake havasu and it's what you think but their house is kind of cute <laughs> it's fine has one of those it's like, like child house. protector things around the pool don't yeah. love that Mm-mm. it's fine if you have kids but like not at a vacation home my god queen charlie charlie charlene charlie charlie enters holding a box of modello i was like that's a queen i get her she was hey single whores are there any single whores here? I was like, when someone enters like that, you know you're about to have a really good time. <laughs> she's a beer girl. She is a beer girl. She's so she's fun. She goes, Modelo. all I know about Modelo in hand. She goes, all I know about Christina Kelly is that she used to work at Sir and now she sells lip balm for a living. <laughs> she gags me. I said, you're a good one. I take back everything i said naysaying charlie i was like you're an essential worker this season she also might be a genius i think she kind of is she's a bit chouse which i like she brings a certain chouse to the party and a she little does bit not care at all she does i love it i love her going into some place and then immediately after laughing and being like that was hysterical <laughs> we're like really stirring the fucking pot and then being like that was the most awkward thing I've ever, ever. seen in my life. <laughs> and then, like, laughing and being like, let's do karaoke. That's the kind of friend you really need. Back in WeHo, we had to Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Sandoval's wearing the lightning bolt. And a lightning bolt earring. I noticed that. What's he trying to say? He's signaling to rock. <gasps> did you see Ariana? Oh, I saw that you saw it because you commented on it. We both did. Saw it. Her beautiful comeback post. She's never, dress. never looked better. Gorgeous dress. Living, laughing, loving. I was like, this is a new era for her. The new chapter begins now. I was like, should I comment? Is that weird? And then I was like, whatever. No, I was heart, like, heart, heart. yeah, we have to support. We have to support our support girl. Support our queen. You have to be yeah. in that moment. You have to ask yourself, am I a feminist or not? I'm a feminist. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sandoval and James are kind of wanting to like, Divest from Tom Tom. Oh, the Tom Sandy and Schwartz. Yeah, they're Sandy and Schwartz. Sorry, sorry. They're on the fence. They they talk to Max. They go, "How's the covers for tonight?" Max goes, "Oh, it's cool." As though they even know what they're talking about. (laughs) They haven't been there in months. I know. I'm also like the jigs up. Like Lisa basically just laid out what your actual role is at this restaurant, and like that you literally just come here to shake hands and take photos. And that's why she gave you the opportunity to give her $50,000 each. I'm upset. Max has more stake in this place than you. Max actually works. He's like managing the restaurant. Yeah. These are truly two celebrated idiots. <laughs> They're like, I love, what's the cover tonight? Hmm? It's covered. Oh, it's good. Someone says, he goes, oh, that's my favorite place in this restaurant. 
that chair. Love it there. I'm like, shut up. You're so worthless in this space. You know, I love Lisa being like, well, there they are. She knew it would just be good business to have them around and then convince the them to pay her 50 grand. I was like, this woman is actually genius level. The fools, are, the fools have arrived. The Pied Pipers are here. Yeah, the court jesters are flitting about. James completely jaywalks across Santa Monica Boulevard, like, somehow, like, dodging traffic. I was like, wow, the confidence. He does whatever he wants. He's like, yeah, I need a guy's night, too. I was like, yeah, you need a guy's night in your hall. (laughs) (laughs) You need to be, like, bukkake. You need to be DP'd. That's a guy's night. Classic guy's night. Guy's night. It's on. (laughs) Guy's night. Oi. Guys, it's on. It's on. It's on, mate. It's, Guys, it's on, mates. It's on, blokes. <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> Get in my mouth. All of you, let's see if we all fit it in. One in my mouth, two in the stink. Let's go. <laughs> Rightio. Slide it in. Guys, night. That is guys, night. Yeah. And we <laughs> Yeah. In that corner? You kidding <laughs> there are a lot oh. of guys night Oop, a lot of guys nights happening over there in that <laughs> neck of the woods <laughs> James says that Allie doesn't want him speaking to Raquel anymore and he's like right I gotta do that I gotta get stop seeing her I think that's <laughs> fair yeah I like Allie me too he goes Next thing you know, it's DJ Raquel. See you next Wednesday. I was like imagining DJ Raquel. See you next Wednesday. I was like, I'm uh, say more. <laughs> she was, I'd go. I'd go. Wow, these knobs and turn screws. How am I supposed to manage this whole cockamamie thing? <laughs> also, I'm like, wow, the bar's low because literally when we had to serve, someone played porn accidentally, or like when we had to come up. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I really think you can just plug and play. <laughs> Lesbian porn. I mean, they'd be they'd do well to have like a dedicated DJ. Like, I think Raquel could do a better job than that. She's like, so you you're go. telling me I just plug in my phone and press play? And we're like, yeah, that's it. I'll make a playlist. It'll take me some time, but I'll get you back to one. I want to know her playlist. Like, I like a Taylor Swift. I'm open. I'm really open to it. How to save a life. <laughs> the girlies. Uh, the girlies. <sighs> Jinx. The girlies are so mean to Ms. Rich. The, also, the places they're going. I was like, this Lake Havasu trip is a flop. Una Martini mm. Bay. No Lake Havasu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like a martini restaurant that's doing like a chocolate syrup around the glass. Ugh. Don't. Don't even take it there. Don't you dare. Don't. Christina goes, can we just do a Caesar for the whole team? <laughs> I was like, that's me. No, I, lo- I would love that. But I feel it's like Christina Kelly it's makes me giant. nervous because I feel like we would go out to eat and I'd be I'm trying to feast. I'm trying to mm. literally feast. And I feel like she does not want to feast in the way that I want to feast. Mm. She's butter lettuce. 
she's Caesar one Caesar for the whole table. And I'm like, that's not going to work. I'd be SOS eyes to whoever and be just like psychically relaying the need to feast and getting them on board just through eye contact alone. Charlie goes, I'll have a Corona light. <laughs> I love her. What? She drinks like, that's, I feel like that's how my like first stepmom used to like order at restaurant. Like it's such like a, it's like a Angie? stepmother. Yeah, it's a stepmother drink kind of. Corona light. What Lala if Charlie goes, was Angie? That would be wild. Lala goes, when Raquel drinks, she turns into a different person. I was like, no, she doesn't uh, actually. That's you. No. It's actually you do that. Miss Why you're sober. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to have to say that. But it's true. She's gonna... <laughs> also, I'm like, look around. Look at the look at the person next to you, Katie. Yeah, she changes. Is... She's fucking Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. <laughs> she literally had like an alternate identity created for Pete so that people could process and deal with her personality disorder that came out when she was drinking too much. That is like my biggest pet peeve. I remember when people would be like, ah, you know. KK's coming out or like <laughs> Sass is coming out, you know, like they would I'm like, shut up, don't name yourself. Oh, they name your alter ego? No, they name their own. Oh it's like they yeah. revel in it. No, that's like alcoholism. They... <laughs> that's the first that's early stage alcoholism. Late stage, I think, is having a nickname that other people have come up for you that you get really mad about because you kind of know it's true and you don't like that they've identified you. With, like, your alternate name and identity that's specifically geared at when you've had too much to drink and you become a different person. Late stage is when you just become, you don't you don't transition back from yeah, the nickname. that's actually mid-stage. You... Mid-stage is nickname. Early stage is you giving yourself, like, a silly nickname that's funny that actually isn't representative of the monster that lies within. Mid-stage is everyone around you has Other now people. given you a nickname that you do not like. And you ask them specifically not to call you that because it really triggers you but you still continue to drink and act like that so they do it yeah and then late stages you just become the thing that you hate the most wow we really did something there we really really cracked it we did they continue to slut shame all these sexless ladies getting mad at a chaotic whore like (laughs) i can't I mean, Lala, you slept with a married man. You were literally a mistress. I was like, huh? Is that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. She might be one right now, but she's not wrong about you. And Lala goes, dissing. Wow. 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 She goes, when you said that, when you said that earlier today, I'm... Um, Last night on the bed, it was shocking. I felt offended for everyone in a relationship. I love it. You were shocked. I love being shocked. Drunk Raquel warbling out some nonsense to you. (laughs) Being offended on behalf of women and everyone in a relationship. (laughs) Charlie goes, I don't know who made Lala the spokeswoman of women, but we need to find a new one. People on Vanderpump Rules, the women on Vanderpump Rules love to step into spokeswoman of all women. 
I feel like mm-hmm. Stassi tried to do it, failed. Lala's trying to do it, failed. Dodie has tried to do it, failed. Like, it's you cannot be that person. It's an impo- You can't be it. Now they're trying again. They love, the a, they love a flop as the spokeswoman, but then co- get right back on the horse. Learn nothing and continue. Press onwards. <laughs> the next day, Lisa calls Ariana, who's like, whose dog has died. Wait, but Very first... Sad. Katie, oh. start, Katie starts to get vicious with Rock. She goes, I've been very, very, very gracious to you. And I could tear you apart if I wanted to. could set you on fire. I could set you on fire. I could light you up. I was like, wow. no, you, you actually couldn't. You, you fell through a skylight. <laughs> Wait, I love them. Just dressing Raquel down about how drunk and offensive she was when you literally fell through a skylight drunk. I mean, I don't know if the substance—I don't know if the substances that were involved, but I would gather. I mean, so, I don't know. I think it's a highly probable, which isn't, as we know, isn't doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But Lala also, again, she's like. The, when people call me a mistress, it hurts because it's me who's had to wear that accu- and live with the accusations. And I was like, again, you're just projecting your own experience onto this woman. And no one is taking Tom Schwartz into account or holding his feet to the fire. And you're just doing the same thing. No, it's like, it's... He's baby. He knows nothing. Yeah. He needs his diaper changed. He's... He is innocent mm-hmm. in this wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Lisa FaceTimes. Yeah. Ariana's beloved pooch has unfortunately departed. And Lisa goes, goes oh, how, is, how are you, Dolly? I was thinking about you. I'm looking down at all these little graves around my house. For, you know, for Jiggy and... pink dog. And it just shows like graves. She's like standing in the midst of her pe- sprawling pet cemetery, ushering Ariana into the doom and gloom of a lost loved pet. Can you imagine? I was thinking about you. I'm standing on a grave right now. <laughs> going, hello. And her going, how are you? I was thinking of you. I have all these little graves at my house for Cheeky and Pink Dog. If someone said I'm standing amidst the graves thinking of you, I would be like, am I in the Going ring? To I'm in like, I'm truly in a horror movie. Come, Lisa's can, in a pl- why don't you plot out your, why don't you stake out your plot now up here at Villa Rosa for yourself, Ariana? Mm-hmm. You've always lived here. She's like, what? Amongst the graves. Nothing. Well, does she then, does she offer like... Is she offering like a plot in her pet cemetery for Ariana's dog? I think so. Okay, that's nice. Gracious. I'd I'd love that. But then, do you have to like? You have to go there. Come and go whenever you want. You probably have to get permission. I don't want to be on her schedule. I want to be on my own grieving schedule. Yeah, like I don't want to have to send a text and like arrange. I'm like, if you can, if there's like a back door, you can just give me a key to like, I'll never go in the house or just like build a little path, make it away from the house. Like it doesn't have to be connected so I can just go and mourn. But I also, I think I'm more of like a save the ashes and a beautiful urn kind of gal. Yeah. Logan's in an urn. 
I like an urn. All like many of or my like dad's cats that have passed away are in yeah. urns. I kept like a mini urn of my grandmother's ashes. Like I'm I'm really all about an urn. I love an urn. That's just me. Charlie and Raquel, they wake up just two hungover broads in a bed. Raquel moves her stuff down to Charlie's room the night before. Her, they stayed and out. They're like, yeah, they stayed out. They wouldn't care. I'm like, they're fun. They are just having fun. Charlie really Raquel's owned like, the room. Do you want to get the fuck out of here? She's honestly, I don't feel welcome, and I don't feel like staying. I think we should just like drive back. And Charlie goes, "Yeah, let's just tell him now. Rip off the bandaid." I love that. I wouldn't want to stay either if I were them. Me neither. I'd be like, you guys are are not fun. This is like not a fun vibe. Also, we're in Lake Havasu. I hate it here. Raquel looks ill. I think she's like deeply hungover and like weighed down with guilt. guilt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also crying at Charlie. And Charlie only saying one night. (laughs) She's coming in being like any whores here and then being like, I'm out of here. (laughs) Like Less than 24 hours later. Power she knows move. her boundaries. She knows her exit mm-hmm. when she sees one. And and they go out and well, before they go out, Raquel's like, yeah, I think uh, they're all going out tonight anyway back in LA and at the Mondrian Schwartz and Sandoval. I was like, Sandoval told to see her. You're your man. Yeah. You're sick. You're, You're sick, sick woman. That. You're sick for that. Um, they go outside <laughs> to, to break the news to the other girlies. Charlie leans up against the door frame. She goes, hi. And they go, you look cute. And she goes, yeah. And looks at Raquel. And Raquel goes, so we're leaving. I don't feel comfortable here anymore. We're going to leave. And we're actually meeting up with Sheena and Schwartz at the Mondrian tonight. I was like, you're wild for that. But like, and then Christina up. Kelly goes, <laughs> that makes sense. And then Charlie goes, oh, Christina, shut the fuck up. Which I was like, hell yeah. That's what. Yeah, Christina, what makes sense? Yeah, I loved that. I was like, that, that's a fucking, that's a real friend. You don't really know what's going on. She kind of knows loosely, but she's like not really involved. She doesn't know this person. I just love that. She already has her number and she's like, oh, bitch, what the fuck? What are you saying? Yeah, what What makes sense? Yeah. What makes sense, Christina? I love Mm -hmm. that. And also, yes, they are kind of the exact people. Who, if you step to them in that way, they back down because they know that they're just being bitches. Like they're all bark, especially Christina Kelly. I'm like, honey, because Christina Kelly not... seems to know better. She seems like smarter than the this the other bro, <laughs> the other broads. So I think she that probably shook her a little. I think anyone just like stepping up shakes them to their cores. Charlie, I wrote Charlie oh, wh- is queen. Oh, what makes sense, Christina? She goes, me? Christina's like, well, I'm going to go have a soda with lime. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, goes, this is very Christina Kelly. She goes, <laughs> she doesn't walk. She floats. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> backs away into the lake. Mm-hmm. Lala goes, we're done here. Safe travels. Charlie goes, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she goes fuck that lip balm girl don't bring that bitch anywhere with her dry ass hair <laughs> I was like 
so good. But it was, that lip it's very girl. Jules, nice hair, great bag. Great bag, nice hair. It is. But she, Christina's starting it. She's being rude. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, what makes sense, Christina? What makes sense? What the fuck are you talking? What are you talking about? Yeah. Also, Lala going, we're done here. I'm like, you are on a deck outside of Lake Havasu. Like, <laughs> we're done. Havasu. We're done here. Like, you, yeah, I'd hope to be done. Yeah. Who do you think you, where do you think you are right now? It's not like you're in like Cap de, Cap de you're like in Palm Springs and like a palatial mansion. You're yeah. literally in Arizona. You're like, <laughs> I was like, okay, have fun. Then Christina Kelly goes, Let, guys, let's try and have fun today. And I was like, good fucking luck. Yeah, good luck. Sounds like a real fun crew. The three of you. (laughs) It's raining. (laughs) They go walk to like a square boat, literally next to a group of like true duds, male duds. And then sober Christina Kelly and Lala just encourage Katie to like party with these like loser dudes. I was like, this is dark sided. You guys should have all gone in at a room of like the nearest four seasons or something like why are you here pretending that this is fun this is sad you look silly i'm having deja vu i've had that a lot weird about Mm. like this episode and like talking about it Mm. whoa still going no Mm. they do a schwartz pinata oh my guys okay this is sad. It's really sad. I love. He's like, yeah, I still want to be best friends with him. I just don't think we're there yet, babe. Guess what? You left this motherfucker. He's not your Good friend. For you, but friends don't treat each friend. other like that. He's not your friend. He never has been. He's a fucking psychic terrorist. Mm-hmm. Like he terrorized you. Go run free. Do your thing. You are free of this man. You did the right thing. Own it. Yeah. And it's okay to say fuck him and fuck Raquel. Like, that would be more empowering than doing this fake thing that you don't even like. Yeah, you invited her on this trip. You don't even like her. Yeah. You literally invited her here to, like, make fun of her. It's gross. Why aren't you just at a spa? Like, why don't you guys go to a spa? This is so... I hate, like, when friends are like, yeah. you've got to get dick, girl. Like, get dick. When they're, you're like, uh, we're in Arizona. Like, where the fuck? Like, they're like, go talk to those guys over there. It's like, what? These guys dream beer on a square boat next to our square boat? Like, no. No. We're in Arizona, bitch. No, bitch. We're in Arizona. We're like on a river. There's like palm trees on this like weird river. I don't want to do this. And they're like, get it. Get it, girl. It's like, it's so false. I'm like, this is not. It's not healing. What would be healing is for you to like, really lux out at a spa and get like pampered mm-hmm. and like wear gorgeous robes and like have mm-hmm. get like your hair done, get a facial or two, massage. Katie just wants to go, Jolene, 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 please don't take my man. Wait, speaking of Jolene, Jolene. Greg's wife. Jo Lane. Mm-hmm. She brings, like, poisoned veggies. <laughs> she goes, I know you love farm to bar. And starts, like, squeezing lemons. Mm. Erotic. Bar. 
Ariana's dog, like the second she starts talking about Charlotte, I start crying. I was like, just seeing Sandoval and her together, it was like upsetting. Yeah. They do a taste test of food. At, and I was like, I don't think, I was like, these croquettes, I don't think they're on the menu. I might be wrong, but I do not think that you can get caviar at Schwartz and Sandy's. Also, like, Heinz, of course, but like, I'm like, Sandoval, you should have taken Ariana to like a little getaway with your, with the other dog and like let her relax. Imagine being with Tom Sandoval and then the love of right. your life dog dies. And then he's like, babe, get ready. I'm going to take you out tonight. Schwartz and Sandy's. And you're like, I am going to blow my brains out. I'm literally going to take a bite of some of these croquettes, go home and just fucking end it. It is. This is it. Ariana looked great, though. Yeah. Back to the vacation. Not for me. Sheena, <laughs> she, all the guys gather at boys' night. <laughs> Sheena slaps on a long, high ponytail and a full leather outfit head to toe and struts out. She goes, boys' night. It's boys' night now. She goes, look at you. Look at all the people that come out for Schwartz. He has like a whole gang of men. Katie has more of a sad get-together. She did have a sad get-together. Boys night. Two two people. Do you know she's there with two people? She keeps saying that to people. I love it. I love her pettiness. Mm. Boys night, Brox. Time for boys night. You ready? Come on, honey. Brock's Brock's like, all right. All right. All right, Dole. <laughs> Katie Lala. That's Mondrian. Yeah, they're at Sky Bar. I was like, wow, that still survived COVID damn. People be loving that space. <laughs> The Hollywood clock keeps on ticking. Some things just cannot be taken out. Skybar like the moment. is one of them. The moment is another. Even the Joy Rich store finally got taken down where I was like, wow, I thought that was pan- I thought that was there was nothing that Proof. could take it down. But tr- the exactly. true things that cannot be dismantled is the chokehold of old Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> The old strip, the razzle dazzle of the yeah, sunset the strip. Razzle dazzle the sunset strip where everything happens. Katie Lala and KK go out to the, go out on the Havasu town. And they find a bar and there's like a furry on the dance floor. I was really confused about the energy of this place and saddened by what it's come to for the three of them. Lala tries to hit on a, I'm like, Lala's kind of bad at flirting. <laughs> Really? I thought she was good. Oh, maybe she was. I don't know. I mean, I like her confidence, but I don't. Oh, I do too. She's very charming. Yeah, but I agree. I get there was something weird about going up to like the only two black guys in the bar and being like, "I need to know where you came from." I'm like, "Ooh, <laughs> the, not the they're best, like, wh- not a great icebreaker." Like, it's like a white LA. woman. <laughs> I need to know immediately where did you come from. You're like, Mm-mm. it's like maybe just yeah, ramp back a little. You could opening line something else. I like that they were like, well, where do you come from? And she goes, L.A. And they go, yeah, us too. <laughs> but then that guy goes, I'm actually from Palm Springs. So I was like, what's the truth? <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. The lady should have gone to like Montana. 
they should have like had yeah. a Yellowstone, like a hot cowboy Yellowstone moment, and like channeled their inner Beth Dutton truths and rode horses. I saw some article. I didn't click on it, but that Kevin Costner was quiet quitting Yellowstone. He, I've been kind of following it. He really clashed. He's been clashing hard with the producers because he said for the next batch of episodes they're supposed to film, he was like, "I only want to film for one week. Make it work." And they were like, you're literally the star of this show. You're like in most scenes. Like we can't just like film all yeah. your scenes in a week. And he's like, sorry, well, not my problem. You guys figured out. You want a Golden Globe. So they're like, I think going to make a new show with Matthew McConaughey as the lead. Oh. But I need a Beth. They should playing? just make a Beth Dutton show. Who's McConaughey playing? They need mm-hmm. to let Josh Lucas play young. Young John. You know how he always plays. <laughs> Young John. Young Dutton. They shouldn't start Young Dutton. If Beth, if Kelly Riley does not get a spinoff, I'm in a fucking riot. Young Beth. <laughs> I need Young current Beth preschool. and I need, I need Young Beth, Current Beth, and Old Beth. I want a show just called Beth. Beth, President Future. I'm going to, I need more Beth Dutton in my life. And I think all the girlies and the gays and the straights honestly would agree. We need Beth now more than ever. She's a drag queen. She is a drag queen. Beth Dutton should host the Academy Awards red carpet. She should have her own show. Let me guess. Alaya. (laughs) They're like, yes, actually. How'd you know? She is for a cheap whore like you. Lucky guess. (laughs) Get your hair all curled up. Maybe you smoked a cig earlier. You haven't eaten eaten anything but vegetables and light fish in weeks. You haven't had a piece of bread. You forgot what grain tastes like. I bet bet your breath smells right now because you haven't eaten anything in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. She is. You have a scent coming off. You like keto keto sweat. (laughs) Back at... Back at... Lala? I, I just wrote... Lala is entering her dom top era. She is. She is, and I can't. I can't fault her for it. Honestly, no. I like. Alpha. I like. I like this. I just don't like when she's like projecting. I don't like projecting. I don't like rewriting history. But I accept that it happens. It happens to the best of us. We've all been there. Meanwhile, the boys all gather, and they're all like oh boys night boys night and they're all just like boys 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 and then all of a sudden <laughs> they go boys night plus Sanibal's... sheena that's also Sanibal's wearing the bolt night. again he knows he knows exactly what he's doing his acting when raquel comes in with charlie he goes oh what what hey. what are you doing here first ones to hug too I know. I saw it too. I'm a Hawkeye in every their every move. And, Raquel and Ariana's goes, not there. Eyes on Ariana. I Who know. The, where the fuck is she right now? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't like this one. Why bit. aren't you at home with your woman, with your lady, Mm-mm. grieving with her? Can you believe we're gonna get Dodie on this season? No, it's like some, it's truly incredible. That's honestly like a gift. That's like a that's a miracle. That's it's like God has for hands for yards. God has hands in this. He has his finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. She has her finger on the pulse. They have their finger. They, she they has her finger on the, on the pulse. pulse. Gaia. This reeks of Gaia. Mother nature. It reeks of total Earth Mother. Mm-hmm. 
well, guys, we just did a real epic. That was a real <laughs> chunk of an episode. You deserve it. It ends on a to be continued. Mm-hmm. And there's like James and oh my god, we just did a tight 143. I know. James goes, guys, guys, not means nothing. He's like, knows he's not gonna get fucked tonight. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that Sheena, like, it wouldn't be awkward for Sheena to be at guys night when you're getting like dp plowed <laughs> you know what i mean wow like, this for... is crazy wow oh my god you're loose i love that <laughs> oh my god okay guys oh god. we need to go <laughs> we are done we're done here we're done thank you so much love you all for tuning in oh wait i have one announcement too we have a new tier on patreon and it's called the cult member tier and anyone that wants to pay $50 a month will shout you out at the end of every episode. So is th- that's worth it. Honestly, to hear your name, your name in light. This, we could be saying your name right now. Your name in skywriting. Your name in absolute skywriting. Is. Just us saying it. Thanking you personally by Think name. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Update us. You might ask us in this economy, to which I say yes, in this economy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Love and light. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.